0: Hi everyone, Mary Kwiatkowski here, and it's time for a little announcement before the podcast. Which, if you've been a long time Kwiatkowski cast fan, you know this means it's time to apologize or explain something. And my apology for this podcast episode is hey, it's Twifight again. Is anyone wondering why TwiFight is about five months late? Well, here's the thing. This episode you're about to hear for Twi Fight, chapters 17 and 18 was originally recorded in, I'd say, early November of 2020. Which, compared to some other podcasts we've released on this network, is not the oldest or longest time gap that we've ever experienced. So just be thankful that it took less than a year, right? This episode has really been the bane of my existence for a long time. It's a great episode. It's really funny. We have a lot of great jokes. It's a nice, hefty, long episode for you. I originally had recorded it at over two hours but we trimmed it down a little bit mostly due to some audio issues and some long periods of just chit chat between me and my two high school friends is the reason why it took so long to edit and therefore so long to get out. Really should have done it over winter break but I'm not gonna give you my usual excuses and pretend to blame other people because really we just recorded this a long time ago and I was lazy and didn't edit it and then got busy with Riverdale podcasting So here you go. Here's the episode. You'll be happy to know that we already have another episode in the can recorded, and so that one will be out relatively soon maybe within the next week if you're lucky we are on hiatus for riverdale right now which is also going to date this episode whenever this uh comes out or who knows when you're listening to it but we are on hiatus for riverdale which means hopefully we will be getting some more twilight or other podcasts out soon because if you know me you know that when i'm busy i tend to just add projects to my list so anyway thank you for bearing with me Hopefully, this is a nice little surprise in your podcast feed. Enjoy TwiFight, episode 17 and 18. Nope, TwiFight, chapters 17 and 18. Every morning when
1: I wake up, I ask myself if I'm Team Edward.
0: Hey, all you vampires and haters! Welcome back to the Kowski cast. I'm Mary Gwikowski. And I'm Rachel Stukenborg. And today we're back for another episode of Twifight, the only podcast on the internet that debates the pros and cons of the Twilight Saga.
2: This week we're breaking down Chapter 17, The Game. And chapter 18, The Hunt, of the first Twilight novel.
0: All right, let's get into it. Now, this week, it's only been two weeks since our last special guest, but we are just chock full of them because this book has several really just special chapters back to back to back that we thought needed some extra special guests to discuss with us. We needed so some help to break them down. <laughs> Yeah. So you've heard us mention her a couple times already on the podcast because this person was at the very least my inspiration. I, I know, <laughs> inspira my inspiration to read the Twilight Books. My uh like not what's Muse? the opposite <laughs> M- mu- No, what's the like I'm I'm like a like a Padawan and she's like a Teacher what's like, Motivator? Not teacher. There's a different <laughs> word. No, no 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 no. Hold on. Hype man. Uh no, it's like the like apprentice and the Comic <laughs> assassin <laughs> All right, whatever. Whatever. This is my All right, let's bring on. <laughs> All it's right. Anna. It's Anna Smith. Yay! Yay. Yay. All right. So our our childhood bestie Anna Smith who was my inspiration, inspiration <laughs> for reading the, the Twilight books. She is the one. She brought the book to class and like whenever it was 6th or 7th grade in science class and she's, she's reading the book and I'm like, "Hey, what's that about?" And she said, "Oh, it's just some funness with vampires." That's probably not what you said. I don't know what you would have said. Like <laughs> this
1: was so this was 7th grade, Miss Lawwells.
0: Miss Wills, That's what I thought. Yeah science class, seventh grade. I'm just trying to think, because you are not someone I feel like who is, I feel like you read the book, but you also are the kind of person who would be like, nowadays, oh, I don't want to. I don't want it to, like I don't want Twilight to be my thing. I feel like you would have been like, oh, it's a romance. I don't know. That's just my impression of seventh grade. Anna. I mean,
1: I, I, I honestly don't remember how I got into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think,
1: I think Bree started reading it. And then I started reading it because of her reading it or something like oh, that shoot
0: maybe we needed to have brie on it <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just a well. big chain like twilight all the way down yeah that's what we're gonna do we're just gonna by the end of this podcast you're gonna hear from all of our middle school friends so anna you read twilight and obviously it was hugely impactful on you and you've shaped your life <laughs> to be like bella swan is that correct <laughs> definitely
1: definitely, yeah, yeah and, and yeah, always definitely. you
0: know no you read all the books right so i did read all the books
1: in middle school I so I, I've actually yeah. reread Twilight in the last like month. Um, and then I, I really don't have good memory at all of what happened book by book. So I, I couldn't really tell you what the next books are about besides like general, like major plot points.
0: Didn't you start reading? I feel like you were sending me like a Snapchat of like New Moon or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I read the first like, like 20 pages. It was like, oh, I, I can't I can't get into this. <laughs> 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 I don't know. So I go through phases with my entertainment, and I have been saving Twilight. Like I would probably—I can't remember the last time I did a reread of it, but I definitely rewatched the movies in my junior year of college, and that's the last time I like saw those. And then, but the books—I don't know when the last time I read them because I was like, oh, I'm going to do this podcast about it, so I'll just wait until I do the podcast to read them, and then midnight sun came out and so i read midnight sun and i'm just going to go ahead and say here fan fiction corner for anybody who's interested i read midnight sun and then was like okay somebody out there must have in the last 10 years written edward perspectives for all the books right and someone did and they're like pretty well known they 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 have a whole like website and you can get them on pdf so you can like read it in a book form and so if anyone's interested in that there's a person let me find the name of the site it's p a lassiter L-A-S-S iterwordpress.com and they're called Through Edward's Eyes, and there's all of them, and I don't really know. I mean, I'm going to, like, recommend it as, like, I've read them. I'm I'm on Breaking Dawn now, but <sighs> I liked Eclipse a lot. New Moon was okay, but I've just kind of, I'm just kind of, like, just kind of, like, burnt out all of a sudden. I was really... I was like really in a mood, and now I'm kind of not. But I'm really glad to be talking about like actual Twilight. Are they as long as Midnight Sun is? Because that thing is a chonker. Yeah, they're really long. I mean, they're like 300 plus PDF pages. Wow. So that's okay. like 500 page books. Anyway, but I was just like chugging through them, and then I kind of hit a wall with Breaking Dawn. But I think that has less to do with like this author and more to do with like I just don't like the story of Breaking Dawn. Anyway, that's not <laughs> what we're talking about. We'll get there. But wanted to throw that out there before I forgot. So anyway, so we had Anna on. On because when I initially started this podcast and realized that you were my inspiration here, I was like, well, Anna's got to come on the podcast and we haven't talked to her in, I don't know, years. So <laughs> it's been
1: like <laughs> maybe a year. That would
0: be a good yeah, idea. But I'm curious that, yeah, about the
1: reasons behind specifically chapter 17 and 18.
2: They're right. a very special set of chapters, <laughs> mostly because of the movie. So these chapters involve the baseball game and that is by far... The best and the worst simultaneously (laughs) seen in the movie. We watched it as, like, preparation for this. And if anyone hasn't watched the movie in a long time, like, just watch that scene again. It's... So entertaining. It's so bad. Like a musical
0: montage. <laughs> yes. Yes. There are certain parts of the books that I think people immediately think about the movie and the baseball scene. Like people who haven't seen Twilight, I feel like have seen clips of the baseball scene. It's like its thing. It's got the song, you know, Supermassive Black Hole by Muse going on. And after the movie came out, I remember it was a really big trend. Online to make spoof versions of just the baseball scene. Like, people would recreate the baseball scene using whatever they had. So, like, to run really fast, it would be someone, like, standing on a piece of wood that was getting pulled by, like, a lawnmower. (laughs) And they'd be like... (laughs) <laughs> running on, Running There are some really quality ones. I'll have to see if I can find any and then I'll tweet them out.
2: I love people like reenacting Alice's pitch, which oh, yeah. they use this scene of Alice. I don't know her actress's name, but of Alice pitching the baseball. They use the same exact scene twice because you can see the person in the background running. It's the same
0: exact clip. They use it twice in the movie. I believe Ashley Green. Yeah, that that's true. There's a couple shots in the scene that are used multiple yeah. times. There's I have uh, so many thoughts on the baseball movie scene. We'll talk about that later. But my thing is, the book, like, you think that that scene is this really big, impactful scene in the book. It's kind of not really as much as I remembered it to be. Like, I thought it was going to be a much bigger deal, but it's kind of like half a page of baseball and then just like a lot of driving to the baseball field. And back from it. (laughs) Like right yeah and driving back from it now the driving back from it that's the next scene right the hunt which is is also a weird chapter but we'll talk about it so let's go ahead before we start one more question for you anna you read the books and then you what just like moved on with your life like a normal (laughs) person yeah i mean i'm trying to i i really would no you did you did the twilight trivia with me where we won
1: trivia in like seventh or eighth grade
0: Did you get a poster, too? I didn't win anything. I think we just got... No, we well we we want a poster, but I mean, maybe we just won one.
2: <laughs> you want a poster for Mary?
0: <laughs> this poster is literally just like it's folded in half. It's like magazine pages. It's not like a real poster. It's like whatever was in the newspaper or a magazine. <laughs> they just like took it out. It's not like they a got real it out poster. of a cereal
2: box or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I literally I need to go get that. It's at home. I need to find that
1: somewhere. But I definitely so I I think I stopped reading it in either seventh or eighth grade. Whenever I finished the last one, but then I remember distinctly watching the, I don't even know which movie, the movie with the, the like, running wolves. like <laughs> And, like, watching that that part and just, like, laughing about how crazy the movie was. But I feel like most of this happened in, in middle school and in high school it's just sort of, like, moved on to better books maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, we did definitely move on. Well, the reason I ask is just because I'm curious to know Back then and also now, whether you would put yourself more in the pro or con category of Twilight, not just the book, but like the whole franchise, like everything about it. So
1: I, I definitely think I'm on the on, on Rachel's side on this one.
0: Yeah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Keith was on my side, so it's I mean, fine. Sure. It's just like an easier stance to hold. Like, I feel like when I'm like thinking of like pros, <laughs> like I'm really digging for them. <laughs> so, so yeah, definitely cons, but but that given like, you know, I think the the movie is like so much worse that you could probably be like, wow, this this book is quite good <laughs> like <laughs> compared
0: to the movie.
2: Anna texted us something that was like, wow, the movie makes these books look like fine literature.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with that stance, though, because there I definitely think that the movies are much harder to get through and have a lot more critiques in them just like as pieces of art, whereas the book, I kind of don't get all the hate when it's like, it's a book, read it well, or don't read ma- maybe it. Maybe like,
1: you guys are digging a little bit too into it, too. Like, I, I think uh, I-, I did listen to the last episode and-, and Keith was like pulling all these like analogies of like, you know, yo. <laughs> like, oh, this must be like, <laughs> <laughs> Keith was form- so much <laughs> deeper than
0: we were. <laughs> (laughs) I was proud I was proud too I was like man I've literally never thought about this before Keith good job
1: like it's YA yeah I don't know like it has its place
0: (laughs) but I think also like this is my podcast and my co-host of my Riverdale podcast Kirsten is always joking with me that this is a podcast that we both just hate on Twilight even though I'm supposed to be pro and I feel like I need to fight more with you and be more pro but I'm so used to watching Riverdale and finding all the little things to nitpick because that's normal what we talk about so I'm used to the nitpicking, and it's hard to not. So,
1: are, are you are you pro twilight or pro often i find it it might be like you're pro like bella or like trying to defend like the characters like is it specific just to the book itself or do you have loyalties to to specific characters
0: no that's the thing is there's a lot of times where i don't like bella or i don't like edward but i think that you cannot like them or find things wrong with them and still be okay with the book and still like the book like i'm pro the book i'm pro the series we'll get to the movies when we get to the movies i have different (laughs) thoughts but i'm pro like the concept Of liking Twilight I think that that's fine I think the This is like a weird analogy But the one I always go to Is like The Wolf of Wall Street Is the Wolf of Wall Street Or the Wolf on Wall Street Shoot I think it's of Wolf of The Wolf of Wall Street I think is a really fun Great movie and it's got a lot of issues obviously but like I think you can like the movie and hate the character and think that this is like a bad person and like I don't like you I don't want to watch you but I like this movie and it's kind of the same with this I think you can say hey it's creepy and this is a bad unhealthy relationship but also it's a fun book to read I think you can have both things and also I'm going to be trying to find times where I can defend Bella and Edward and the other characters like I go ham on Emmett in these chapters (laughs) he's this is these some great Emmett chapters I like Emmett. He's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's get into it and maybe we'll pull out some more pro or cons uh, on these two chapters from Anna as we go. But chapter 17, the game. We heard last time Edward's like, hey, let's go play some baseball and also tell your father that you're dating me. Casual. <laughs> actually, Jacob is in this chapter. I am like just remembering that Jacob actually is in this chapter. I forgot about the beginning of this. So Edward drops Bella off at her house, but Billy, Black, and Jacob. Black are there. Again, spooping, just like trying to make things uncomfortable for Bella. But this time her dad's not here. So she gets to be a little bit more fierce with them, put them in their place a little bit. Mm -hmm. I do think Edward's a little bit harsh here when he's like, get rid of them. Like they're her family friends. Like, sorry that you're so possessive over her. You guys have been dating for one day. Also, and then before Edward leaves, he kisses her. (laughs) He says, he kissed me just under my jaw. Who does that? Like, he's always kissing her, like, yeah. on her neck and her collarbone and, like, her, like, where is under your jaw? Is that, like... I was gonna ask, is, like, is this, like, an additional here? base? Like, are, are they progressing <laughs> oh. in a <their> relationship
1: here?
2: <laughs> oh, have they done this yet? Where is...
0: Hold on. Where is my base Didn't scale? did he lick
2: her neck or something? He did something weird with her neck.
0: He definitely gave her a normal... He definitely, like, felt her neck. Do I not have this written down somewhere? I mean, I think a lick and a touch is below a kiss. I agree with you. I don't think he ever licked her face. I feel like licking. (laughs) That's like weird to her
2: neck. Maybe he like put his ear on her neck. I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, let's go ahead and say that this is, I think we're up to fifth base. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, would you say like one little peck on the lips that that is like more normal, right? Than someone like kissing your jaw.
2: Probably for this relationship. Because I feel like that's a very vulnerable spot. That's like traditionally where they're going to be drinking your blood. Also... I've realized, too, that, like, they really make a point of making it weird when he's, like, doing things around her neck. I think they're doing that on purpose. This is like a
1: vampire. Yeah, because he's a vampire. (laughs) He's a vampire.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, Billy Black is there because he brought Charlie some of Harry Clearwater's homemade fish fry, which... Do we know who Harry Clearwater is? No. Is that a brand? Maybe in this universe, but that's what he's there for.
0: What is fish fry? Is that like the batter that you would put your fish, like that would we, we fry your fish in? I guess so. I, that's a good point. Hang on. Fish fry recipe, Rachel Ray's cookbook.
1: You should look for Harry Clearwater's famous recipe.
0: Yeah.
2: I bet someone's done it You know how there's like fan fiction I bet there's fan recipes too
0: Harry Clearwater's homemade fish fry <laughs> Twilight cookbook live journal Oh my gosh Oh my god There's a cookbook? In case you're interested in Harry <laughs> Clearwater's fit, Man if only I'd known this was a thing I would have done a fake ad Three and a half cups cornmeal Flour Paprika Salt Garlic powder ba- Black Yeah it sounds like what you're gonna fry your fish in Okay Oregano Cayenne pepper This is a typical gift Sounds pretty course. good I guess so I mean, I don't get why they have to put it in the fridge to keep it dry. That's my Billy Black voice, in case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah, but Billy is, like, really upset because he saw Bella with Edward. He knows. He knows. Jacob doesn't know, though. So she lets them in, and then he gets rid of Jacob. He's like, "I hey, go to the car and find a picture for me to leave to Charlie. And then he turns to Bella, and he's like, hey, I don't like you dating that Cullen boy. Well, like,
2: he doesn't even really say that, though. He just kind of just, like, stares at her for a while. And then, well, I guess he does confront her.
0: Well, he says that you've been spending a lot of time with one one of the Collins, and she's like, "That's none of your business." And then he's like, "Where is Charlie? Maybe I'll go talk with him." And she's like, "He's not at the usual fishing spot. He's somewhere else." So that's my Bella voice, in case you're wondering. Yeah, but I actually do like that she is kind of like kind of puts him in his place here, and that she's she's like standing up to the man. Like that must be kind of an awkward situation. I'm just trying to picture like one of my dad's friends coming over and asking me about my boyfriend. That feels like such a weird scenario. Yeah,
2: I can't imagine being that like confrontational in the situation because I feel like as a teenager like parents were parents you just kind of do whatever they say
0: but this is definitely a through line of these two chapters of Bella working really hard to protect the Cullens from like just lots of stuff like she doesn't really seem to care so much about her own well-being like yeah she knows she's dating a vampire mm-hmm. but she is trying to keep Billy Black from like telling yeah. anyone else about the situation I don't think
2: she would be this confrontational if he was confronting her that would like over something that would affect her i think she's confrontational because it's gonna affect edward
0: right exactly mm-hmm. who's rebecca rebecca is his daughter he's got two daughters oh i can't okay. remember which one rebecca is they said it earlier
2: okay he was like jacob go find a picture of rebecca i was like bruh like,
0: who's rebecca have we this mentioned wild. his name just, ever jason like just get out of here so i can talk to bella oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean there's definitely not a picture in the car. No. He made that up. Rebecca, like, one of them, one of the two girls is, like, in Los Angeles or so. I don't know where she is. She's, like, somewhere else uh, at school, I think. And then the other one is married and moved to Hawaii. Gotcha. That's, I don't remember which one is which, though. There's Rebecca and the other one. Are they ever
2: important? Like, did they ever come back? I
0: think Rachel. Isn't it Rachel, Yo, Rebecca? her name is
2: Rachel. <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. Rachel. I pulled that out of nowhere. That might be <laughs> Rachel. Rachel.
2: Can I claim her for my team? No. You can have Rebecca. <laughs>
0: It <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one's which. I also don't remember if her name is actually Rachel. I'm, I'm not going to scroll back in the book. Scroll we're going to say it is. I'm flip back.
2: Okay, sure. <laughs> He's like, you've been spending a lot of time with one of the Collins, and the Collins have a bad reputation on the reservation. And she's like, I know, and it can't be deserved because they never go there. And then it kind of clicks in his head. He's like, Hmm, you seem to know a lot of things about this. I think when he initially started to talk to her, he was like, Maybe she doesn't know she's hanging out with literal demons. So we're gonna we're gonna approach this cautiously. He quickly becomes aware that she knows.
0: Yeah, I think he definitely did not expect her to know that they were vampires. Yes. Which is also ironic, because it's your own son that broke the treaty and told her.
2: Ella <laughs> That's right. He's currently digging in the car for this (laughs) non-existent picture.
0: Yeah. There's a really great part, though, at the end when he's like, think about what you're doing. She's like, okay. And he goes, actually, what I mean is, don't do what you're doing. (laughs) I liked that. (laughs) I did like that. He just cuts to the chase. Yeah. But yeah, they have kind of a tense moment. And then Jacob comes back in. Poor Jacob is like, there's no picture in the car.
2: Yeah. And I was wondering, so Billy obviously doesn't like the Collins, but do you think... He's being so protective of, protective of Bella because he thought Edward was going to break the treaty and like try to drink her blood. Or is he just like, Hey, that's the daughter of my best friend and I don't like you. So back off
0: i mean he does say like charlie's my best friend so i I do think that he's worried for her well-being and then also it's complicated though because he knows that charlie does like the cullens or at least like the doctor Mm -hmm. and we know that this is why they had a rocky situation in their friendship and they've only recently healed it and become best buds again yeah i think it's more just like protecting her safety i mean i think that he views it as like his duty as the person in the town who knows about the vampires to protect the people from the vampires and the cullens normally kind of keep to themselves and don't have that many friends. I don't know. If Edward was hanging out a lot with Angela, is Billy Black going to their house and trying to talk to her parents and be like, Hey, don't hang out with the Collins. No, Probably I not. think this is mostly just because he's tight with Charlie, but also this is our main character. And so that's why we're I mean, getting the story. Especially
1: if he thinks that Bella like doesn't know, like he's been being like, you know, he's like trying to protect her or be nice or something like that. And be like, Hey, warning, like vampires here, but like given, right. You know, like if Bella knows this, that we as a reader only know that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think that he is trying to like subtly warn her that he's dangerous or something. But then when he finds out that she knows, that's like even more. It's kind of more worrisome for him. He's like, oh shoot, she's prepared and she she knows the situation. Maybe maybe she doesn't know that he's a blood drinking demon, but she knows something or something like that. Mm-hmm. I do like that Bella does say like, it's "None of your business," because people. always critique Edward for saying that he's, or I don't know about critique, but point out that one of his main characteristics is that he's super overprotective of Bella, which is also majorly true in these chapters. But in her own way, Bella is like really protective of him and his secrets and his family as well. So I kind of feel like, kind of feel like they're, they're made for each other in their own way. It's definitely, I'm just, here's my main point that I'm trying to argue, which I keep saying, is that she's not just like miss fill in the blank, character who the main guy is dating since we're getting because uh, we'd have the book from his perspective then no this is she's like she's got a she's got a personality even if that personality is what? Edward not in her <laughs> own self interest <laughs> so <I was> <laughs> then she like kicks them out and they leave and she changes into something to wear tonight I don't really know why we need the details on like her changing clothes but I guess yeah continuity right can't have her go watch baseball in a skirt <laughs> a light gray <laughs> okay. a
2: light gray <laughs> but, <laughs> but, no. <laughs> she says "like light,
0: light, light gray sweater. sweater right?" sweater light, or is the color light? <laughs> no, she says she wears an old flannel or something, old red flannel, which is fine, mm-hmm. and, and jeans. Like, who cares? I see but, the movie's not accurate then. What is she wearing? Like a, like a weird scarf? So, yeah, Bella just – she just kind of looks – she's got, like, a baseball hat on and a scarf. Yeah. Do those baseball hats say C? Is that C for Cullen? But, see, (laughs) Rosalie's looks like it has a G on it. You're right. Or is that just a fancy C?
2: No, it's definitely a G. What, like – teams are they near i have no idea anna you live on the west coast very close to forks oh that's probably
0: where are the the, giants
2: sorry not
1: to san francisco though there's a san francisco giants i
0: know
2: that okay (laughs) is it a baseball team yeah yeah. (laughs) i feel stupid for asking this okay
0: yeah i don't know anything about baseball (laughs) listen i've never tried baseball i've never been to a baseball game
2: they think they're so great oh good guy collins Ooh. that's definitely it
0: yeah remember last week when keith or two weeks ago when keith was like where are the bad vampires <laughs> when we asked this him what's chapter. the plot of this book Yes. So she changes and then this is like a bizarre moment that I completely forgot about. But like, thanks, Stephanie Meyer, for throwing this in. Jessica's going to call out of nowhere. And if you're like me, you've been reading this book and the last four chapters have been just Edward Bellatine. It's the weekend, they're hanging out, they're getting to know each other, they're professing their love, they start dating. It feels like it's been months, but it's really only a day. And I completely forgot that, like, school and her human friends and the dance were a thing.
2: Yeah, I felt the same way. School and everything feels so long ago. These past couple days that have been the past few episodes have been so stretched out in this book compared to everything else that happened. I forgot that, like, school drama is a thing. Because, like, Jess calls and she's like... Oh, Jess was telling me how her and Mike kissed at the dance. And Bella's like, yeah,
0: I don't care at all. I
1: mean, I'm going to steal this quote. There was only one voice I wanted to hear. Anything else would be a disappointment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was... I I just wrote lordy for that because... Okay, so here's the thing. Have you ever been dating someone and you get, like, text messages and you get little butterflies when you look over and you're like, oh, they texted me. Like, oh, yay. And and sometimes it's, like, at the beginning of a relationship, sometimes it, it lasts for a long time. I can only equate this feeling with the feeling of, like, you get a text and you look over and it's, like, I don't know, your mom or your friend or something. You're like, okay, well, that's yay. But, like, it's not, it's not who it could have been. So I get that. But I would never get a phone call and just be like, there's only one voice I want to hear. And if I don't hear them just gonna check out yeah she has enough wherewithal to realize that jessica is upset that she's not asking more questions about like the kiss but she doesn't actually ask it just be like how was it yeah do you think you're gonna go out again like these are simple questions
2: if my friend was calling me to tell me about her date with her crush Yeah, we'd be chatting for a while, and I'd be excited to talk to her. (laughs) I'd be disappointed. It wasn't that mystical vampire voice. I'm disappointed.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I just want to point out, this chapter, chapter 17, starts on my book, at least, on page 348. The last time we were at school with her school friends was page 250, so about 100 pages ago. Wow. And that was during chapter 12, I think? Yeah, midway through chapter 12 is the last time we were at school or with any of these friends so no wonder this is like coming out of nowhere it's been a hundred pages of this book <laughs> who's Jess? <laughs> yeah exactly who is jessica i do love that jessica is like a normal enough friend to hear her dad come home and be like oh you're not gonna talk about boys oh your dad's there okay i'll talk to you later talk to you in trig and it's like why do you keep doing that you know she's not gonna tell you anything in trig right.
2: Jess tries so not? hard for this friendship that's just not there why can't you
0: just be like me and edward are dating yeah ugh you know Give her a branch and she'll go a a mile. That's the phrase. (laughs) Give her an an inch. Give her
2: a branch. She'll bring it back like a dog. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: Um... Anyway, so then Charlie gets home and he gets some of Harry Clearwater's homemade fish fry. Harry
2: Clearwater's homemade fish fry. <laughs>
0: yeah. I also caught for the first time ever that he says that he put the fish in the freezer outside, which I would think would have been like in a garage, but they don't have a garage. So oh. just, they just have like a freezer outside somewhere. Wow. That's a weird. I just
2: realized I literally pictured that happening in a garage, but you're right. Like they park on the driveway outside. Right. They don't have a garage. Whoa. So.
0: Where, where is this outdoor so where is freezer? The freezer? Is that like a thing? Like, okay, Okay, I guess. I guess, like, you know how gas stations have like those ice chests mm-hmm. like outside. That's super Maybe it's like Is that common it's on the West the- Coast, Anna? <laughs> Do
2: people have outdoor <laughs> freezers? <laughs> she lives in the Bay Area, and I'm like projecting forks onto her.
0: We never had like one of those big ice chest like lift up top freezers, but like my grandparents did, and they kept it in their garage. Maybe you have
1: like a. Backyard patio or something? Could have a fridge outside that's like sort of covered. maybe. I don't
0: know. Just seems a little sketch. Okay, fair enough. That happens, and Bella forces herself to talk to Charlie. Yeah.
2: Charlie's asking about her day. What happened right before this chapter? She's coming back from the Collins house, right? And learning right. about the Collins. So
0: that's a thing. She kind of drops out of nowhere that she spent the day at the Collins house. So basically, because it's been eight million years, she goes to the meadow with Edward on Saturday. Yes where he was thinking he might kill her but decided against it. Then I guess he slept but she over. She was
1: supposed to be doing errands and like chores that day, right? Right. Char-
0: right. She her was dad. supposed to be doing them. And then as of today, what we've what has happened today, which has been the last 3 chapters of the book, was they wake up And then uh, she gets dressed in like a khaki skirt and a blue shirt because all she does is wear blue now. A light light
2: blue shirt.
0: No, (laughs) I think it was like deep blue. I think it's like the one that Edward was like, color looks great with your skin. (laughs) DP, was it the deep, was it the V deep or was it the blue deep? We don't know. Yeah. And then she goes over to Cullen's house. He plays piano and then he eats her tear. And then Edward's mom was like, I'd like you even if you had three heads. I really don't care who you are. And then they go upstairs and they talk to Carlisle for like a hot sec but then he's like gotta go so he leaves but then they find out about all his history with like being really super old and they learn that they can swim to France right. that's a big revelation and then Edward like tackles her in his room that doesn't have a bed and then they go and then Alice is like let's play baseball okay that's been a recap of the last so like three chapters like three? like what time is it now? I feel like it is probably well Charlie's coming home and they're gonna eat dinner so maybe it's like five, six o'clock I have no idea what time it is I think the start of this chapter yeah maybe it's like three o'clock and then she talks to billy kicks him out
2: charlie comes home a little bit later
0: well wow, she completely skipped lunch today they need to remember to feed this human you're right like, she, she, she had, had cereal some cheerios mm-hmm. yeah anyway so but yeah she drops just like suddenly like yeah i uh i was around the house for a little bit and then um i went to the cullen's place this morning and he's like super shook. he
2: drops his fork which i don't know i don't know if that's fork drop worthy maybe, maybe in
0: forks Uh... (laughs) (laughs) It's just what they do in forks They just drop their forks I don't know And the thing is I was trying to think about this It's hard because like My high school I lived out in the middle of nowhere So like going to someone's house Was a big deal I also didn't have a car In high school So when I'm a junior If I was I don't know At home on a weekend Like there's no The thing is I also didn't have a father As like my solo parent Who was just never there So I'm just trying to picture If I could have somehow If I went to someone House who my family knew, but also knew that I wasn't like super close with. Like, we didn't know anything about them. Trying to like think of an example. I can't think of anything. But I come home and I'm just like, yeah, I was at the doctor's house, you know, like with him and his fam. They would also be like a little bit weirded out by that, but they would have a lot more questions about like, how'd you get there without a car? And also, (laughs) we live 20 minutes away from everybody. So this is like a major round trip you're taking here. But if I lived in town, see, you guys also lived out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I can't relate. (laughs) Don't really. And I at least had a car. You had a truck. You were like Bella with your totally. truck. Yeah. That's
2: right. That's another time we name dropped you already. We talked about that's your truck. That's
0: what I'm saying. I've I've totally pursued this just as Bella like five years later. <laughs> right. That's who you are.
2: You're living out her dream.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I feel like they would say that it was weird, but there would be a lot of other questions. Charlie gets over it really fast, though. And then she's like, also, I'm dating him. And he gets mad. He's like, whoa, he's too old for you. I'm dating the young one. He got mad,
2: but I feel like he got mad for the wrong reasons. He's like, he's too old for you. Not like, where did this come from? How did you suddenly start dating him? Obviously, you've been lying to me.
0: Well, dad, see, first he saved me from a car and then he ignored me ignored me for six weeks and then we had like one flirty conversation and then he like saved me from some really bad guys in port angeles (laughs) and then now we're dating because he decided not to kill me also he slept over last night like (laughs) who's counting so yeah you can't really do much there i feel like bella just so did not want to tell her dad about any of her interests whereas if for the last like two months she had been subtly dropping hints like yeah there's like a guy at school i think is kind of cute but he doesn't really like me if she had been doing that this wouldn't be anywhere near of his big deal
2: yeah there were totally ways she could have like gotten around this without telling the secret
0: Anna, you had a relationship in high school. Did you, were you, like, telling your family, like, every day, like, before you guys started dating, were you like, yeah, there's a guy I like, or or anything? Or was it just, like, boom, first date? You're like, yeah, guess what? Going on a date. I
1: mean, I feel like I've always been decently open with my parents. Like, you know, you gotta, like, lead them on so you're not just, like, out of nowhere. I don't know. But you, you exactly. also know, it's, it's, it's not going anywhere. That. You gotta be careful and not, like, say too much, because then they're gonna keep asking you.
0: Oh. But yeah, right. no, I... Then they're gonna go to the track and talk to your boyfriend. After you already I was literally and- about
2: to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway. Lead him on. That's what she should have been doing. Just lead Charlie on. You gotta prep
0: them. Prep them for this kind of info.
2: Or else they might drop their fork. Yeah.
0: And the beauty of this is, let's say that she had been saying, hey, you know, there's this guy, like, his name may or may not be Edward Cullen, and then it doesn't go anywhere, or like, it's prom and he doesn't ask her, then Charlie would just be, like, nice about it. Be like, uh, man, you know, it's a bummer that, it's a bummer that that guy you've been talking about that you liked didn't ask you. So, like, you know what? I'm gonna take you to Disney World instead. Let's just get out of town. Like, Let's, go get, nice. Let's go get done something nice. I hear Mike Newton cream. is
2: still single. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that Mike what Newton about Mike Newton. Dad, gosh, he's dating my friend. They kissed, okay. But she she like laid
1: the groundwork there totally the I think the previous day by saying, you know. Hey Dad, you know I I don't like anyone like any of the boys in town. That <laughs> this made is me so angry. Because, like, literally, my favorite quote of this entire book, but is really <laughs> is this dialogue Why? where he's he's like you know calling her bluff, like oh you said like yesterday literally that you didn't like anyone in town, and she's like you know Edward Edward doesn't live in town. Edward's not a boy in town. <laughs> like, like as if that makes it better. And then he doesn't say anything against that. Like it's literally like oh yeah you're right. Good good good
0: point. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good good point. (laughs) Solid logic. Yeah, because if you remember, the previous night, she goes to bed on a Saturday at, like, 8 p.m. because she's, like, trying to go upstairs and talk with Edward. And her dad's super sus of her and, like, goes out to her car and disconnects her battery cables or something. But he also, in this conversation, keeps calling him Edwin.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty funny.
0: (laughs) Which, Rachel, is kind of, like, what your dad was doing on purpose, (laughs) calling the boyfriends the wrong names.
2: That's so true. But I don't think he's doing it on purpose. Which is funny to me, because he's so down with the Collins at the same time. I also noticed, so he was like, he's too old for you. Bella was like, no, he's the youngest and he's in the same grade as me. But they're all in high school. So is Edward the only junior? Then just the other four are seniors?
0: Maybe they're freshmen. Uh, I believe Alice is a junior I'm getting that information mostly from the next book <laughs> But I don't know if they've Stated in this Book directly that any of his siblings Are also juniors okay. But I believe I believe The context is that Jasper Emmett and Rosalie are seniors gotcha. Because they look older uh, I can't remember how old They each are supposed to be I know that Emmett's like 20 in like human years I think Ro- Rosalie and Jasper probably like 19 maybe So passing It's so hard because I'm just picturing the actors Like they're obviously much older It's very confusing but it also works Because like having Dr. Cullen In the movies be like actually Of a more reasonable age This is just I just don't understand Why they couldn't have made Carlisle Be like 30 like what's the problem With that why did you need to make them all So young it's so weird Mm -hmm. Why couldn't Bella
2: be a middle aged woman So it's less weird
0: I think she'd be less relatable that that argument makes no sense. We're not. That's just <laughs> so weird. We're not doing okay. that. We're gonna on that. So we get the whole Edward doesn't live in town thing, and then she says, "We're just gonna go watch baseball, Dad." Also, baseball. again, Charlie's. Right, right, play baseball. It, but, like, it's a Sunday, and this is after dinner. My parents would not be letting me go on any dates in high school, regardless, but also just dates in high school at, on a Sunday after dinner. That's family time. That's when you have to... I feel like, I don't know, people always ask me to hang out on Sundays, even during the day, and I usually couldn't, because I was like, this is the cleaning day. It's the day we have to clean the house <laughs> and stuff.
2: I remember that, because I would always want to hang out with you on Sundays, and you were busy. I know, you were I
0: you had to, like do your homework, and you had to like, clean, and you had to like play your instrument, do your smart, <laughs> do smart music, smart.
2: <laughs> get your two hours of practice a week. Oh
0: my gosh, I never did two <laughs> oh God, hours no. of smart music. No. Yeah, Anna, did you have to do smart music in orchestra? I, so
1: I, I did not, but I did take a year of band, uh, where I played violin as an oboe, and I did have to do smart. That's music right. as a violin, as an oboe. <laughs>
0: Right. Were you in the symphonic band? Uh, I was in the. I was in Laura's class. Uh, yeah, so you were in the... I, I was gonna say, yeah, I thought yeah. you were in Laura's class. Ugh. Fun times. Was that because there were no
2: oboes?
1: there no there was two oboes um i i think it was just orchestra didn't work with my schedule so i was like oh i want to play like violin again but it obo- <laughs> oboes and c and then it like the sheet music's like identical to violin so it, it was easy but <laughs>
2: interesting that's so funny so did you like perform in the concerts and everything yeah
0: yeah as an oboe
2: as the only violin. violinist oh my god
0: i i remember this but i remember being bummed that you weren't in our class you guys <sighs> I don't I don't better know why you class. wouldn't have been in our class But you could have done that. Like it's still you're just playing an oboe part. I'm kidding. Sorry, I don't know how hard the oboes were.
1: were. I think oboes are actually a hard instrument to play, but given you're playing the oboe music in an easier instrument, it
0: love that. I right, think. right. Interesting. Okay. Well, anyway, one time you transposed the El Tango de Roxanne to saxophone music for me for my birthday. It was amazing. I played it on saxophone. Doesn't sound quite as good as it does on a violin, but still. I, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I have that. Great. That was practice your saxophone. all the time. My two hours a day was mostly just two hours a de day. <laughs> It was a week, week. (laughs) whatever. Okay, anyway, so whatever you know, Edward shows up, and this scene is so weird. The like meet the parents scene, it only rivals the only thing weirder than this is the scene in the movie. But
2: (laughs) the movie always tops, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, they seem to take out the part in the movie, they definitely add in something where it's like he's got like a shotgun, he's like cocks the shotgun. Oh, I remember
2: that. (laughs) That part's funny
0: yeah that's good anyway like bring him in (laughs) um so yeah so edward shows
2: up oh yeah so bella's like edward's gonna pick me up we're gonna go play baseball and charlie's like you're gonna play baseball you must really like this guy (laughs) which i enjoyed because charlie must be aware of his daughter's potato qualities then he's like okay well when is he gonna be here and she's like, oh, a few minutes. Did they pick a time? I thought they just kind of said, like, okay, the, make the blacks leave and then tell Charlie.
1: I sort of assumed that, like, Edward's just hanging out, like, in her front yard, just, like, waiting for the opportune time. Like, <laughs> just, like, surveying
2: the yeah, air, you know? <laughs> He's watching from the I window. I always picture
0: him to be, like, in a tree, just, like, listening. <laughs> I picture I him as, like, turning
2: invisible and, like... He's kind of just with the air floating around the house. He turns into a ghost, Except in my mind. He
0: must have actually gone home at some point because he comes back with a different car. But I'm guessing he, like, the Blacks left. He goes home, grabs the car, comes back, and then just, like, waits outside and listens.
2: I guess so. Because
0: he has good hearing, yeah. right? can he just, like, hear their conversation? Yeah. Because, like, as soon as yeah.
2: she says, he'll be here in a few minutes, then he, like, immediately knocks It's just on
0: the door. crazy, yeah. She's like, oh, by the way, I'm like, you know like,
1: dating this guy, like, I, and then, like, he'll be here soon to meet you, like,
2: what is Yeah,
0: <laughs> ding dong, yeah, and immediately comes in, so he comes in, and they, Charlie's like, I'm gonna take your coat, Taste come sit coat. down,
2: come sit down. Come sit down. They sit down for like exactly three seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Charlie's like, I hear you're taking my daughter to baseball. And he's like, Yes, that's the plan, sir. And they're like, haha, good luck with that. And then she gets up and leaves. And that's it. it. Is so short. Yeah. Like, okay. Nothing. No, like, like okay.
2: Hey, I'm Charlie. I hear you're Edward. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, it's that that's it. Yeah. And this like is just is just even funnier when you think about the fact that they're going to go on the run like immediately after this. <laughs> oh my god. Like a couple hours later, like, "Oh, this is the thing, Charlie. You've been asking for chapters for almost this whole book. Who Bella's friends are, why she's not dating any guys, why she's not socializing enough." He finally gets it when she's like, "Boyfriend, look, dad, I'm socializing." That guy immediately kidnaps her immediately on the run oof just goes downhill real fast <laughs> so yeah
1: oh my god i i, I had laughed at the, the sort of interactions as it, I, i'm guessing they're like walking out of the door like he, charlie tells uh edward you take care of my girl all right like <laughs> it's like so cringy and just like the fact that they yeah. just like met and like he he just even heard that they're like a thing like you know 10 10 minutes ago <laughs>
0: Right. Do you think that he would say the same thing to Mike Newton if Mike Newton took her out? Do you think he'd be like, "Hey, Mike, take care," or do you think he'd be like, "Bella, don't worry about him; he's town the town. Nothing. <laughs> he'd be it's like, Bella, fine. take care of him. <laughs> Damn, Bella, take care of him. No, he'd probably be like, say maybe hello this to your is parents. Charlie,
1: like, you know, recognizing that that Bella is just accident prone and, and just constantly worried that you know she might be like tripping or killing people with badminton rackets. Like, maybe this is something he would say to everyone, like you know, just random friends and acquaintances. <laughs>
0: <laughs> reading into it like keith would do you think that this is supposed to imply that charlie can tell that edward is like a strong human who like you know like a strong person who's like gonna protect his daughter
2: or can he tell there's something sinister about him yeah and he's like, he's Ooh, like okay
0: i'm holding you accountable yeah if something happens to my girl it's probably I one of like the it's, other it's more just the like
1: dad with a gun stereotype like you know like defensive dad yeah yeah or is it foreshadowing
2: you take care of my girl because in a few hours you're
0: not (laughs) you're not gonna (laughs) take take care of that yeah yeah something like that so okay so edward brings emmett's big old jeep to pick her up (laughs) I had I had attacked
1: this just because of like the ridiculousness here. Like they they say that Charlie uh, let out a low whistle for Edward's shiny red monster Jeep. Like like
2: what? <laughs> monster Jeep. is it worth a low whistle? Like it, who? I don't think jeeps are cars, great cars.
0: like <laughs> I'm trying to do a low whistle. <laughs> how, how do you even do a low whistle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I just keep laughing. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like a. Uh, <laughs> That's the only one I got.
2: That's what Lemon says. That's my bird. That's the only yeah. thing I can do.
0: Is, is make that whistle yeah. noise. Does this count as a potato moment of Bella not being able to put her seat belt on? There are
1: multiple sentences about this where she was struggling and then he has to put it on her like as if she's like a toddler or something. Like it's, it's sort of strange. <laughs> oh
0: my
2: god. You're right. He straps her in like it's a car seat. Like, it,
1: it is a harness. So it's different than a seat belt. But she has felt, like struggled with a seat belt before too, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and a deadbolt <laughs> like a lot of things. I think this is definitely notable. At the very least it should be an honorary mention You're right. on the potato count.
2: I think it should be a full potato.
0: Yeah. And then she smells really good in the rain. I don't know. It's just some of this look, I like this chapter, but there's a lot of preamble and a lot of it's just stuff like his hands lingered on my collarbone while strapping him. What kind of harness has like collarbone action? I mean, I guess <laughs> like try to I mean, here's the thing. I go to amusement parks. You have to put on lots of different types of, like, you know, buckles and stuff. And I'm always, like, strapping them in before the people even get there. It's not like I'm just sitting there being like, what do I do? Right. and What? Lift your arms up? Well, he oh, he has to boy. help her in the
1: Jeep as well. Like, he, like, picked her up and, like, put her in the Jeep. And she was like, oh, I hope that, like, Charlie didn't notice that. <laughs> like, what <laughs> I love the line where it
0: says that she was preparing to jump for it. <laughs> She's going to jump onto the seat and he lifts her one-handedly. I think like, I might have made that just... a potato. Yeah, this is a big Jeep you have. <laughs>
2: I gauged the distance to the seat and prepared to jump for it. Edward sighed and then lifted me in with one hand.
0: With one hand? He could at least lift her with two yeah. hands. Okay. So they drive off. They go down some mountain paths. She's bouncing up and down like a jackhammer, but it's probably not that cute. <laughs> and I feel like it should be dark out. Like, how are they playing baseball? I mean, it's what? February, March? Didn't we calculate it was like no, I, March? I, I think I it's think? Well, I Oh, Anna! I'm just looking from
1: the picture on on Rachel's Zoom background, and it looks
2: dark, but not too dark. That's the movie, but that's the movie. <laughs> that doesn't count. It's always Twilight I feel like- in the movie
0: yeah, there's also a lot of special effect editing <laughs> happening there. <laughs> like I using like the same it, scene for the pitch twice?
2: <laughs> okay, sorry.
0: If this was the summer, I would understand, because it doesn't get dark until like nine ten o'clock during the summer. But like, I mean, I don't really know anything about the West Coast and what time it gets dark, but like but the in the spring, it, yeah, in the spring, at least here, it gets dark. I mean, maybe it's not dark till like 7 or 8, but still, this is after dinner. So even if they ate super early, like 5, it's like what, 6 o'clock? Maybe
1: they had a long encounter Like, maybe Edward actually stayed for like 30 minutes or something, but like, you know, Stephanie Meyer was just like, oh, this isn't relevant. Like, let me cut this out. How does that help?
0: It's still dark. I'm saying it didn't make it (laughs) (laughs) lighter. That doesn't fix this problem. (laughs) Yeah, it's still dark out. Okay, whatever. So then he's like, I got to tamper with your memory because she doesn't want to
2: ride him to the the baseball field. (laughs) Sorry, let me rephrase that. (laughs) She doesn't want a piggyback ride to the baseball field, which is what he wants to do. Because they reach a point at the the path where they can't take the jeep anymore. And he's like, oh, but we're not at the baseball field yet. So we need to get there fast because we're going to miss the game. So it's time for a piggyback ride. And she doesn't want to do it. Because last time she like almost threw up or something. So he's like, I need to tamper with your memory. And he tries to seduce her. He like, I don't know. He does this thing and he's like, oh, but like, is it still scary? And she's like, yeah, maybe. And that goes on for like a couple pages. And then... Finally, he kisses her and she kisses him back and then he gets really mad again. And I'm like, well, that's not fair. You just spent pages seducing her and you get mad at her for kissing you.
0: Yeah, he's like, you're going to be the death of me. And like that's what you get for seducing her. Right. I do kind of like the exchange where he's like where she says, like, I'm I'm afraid of hitting a tree, getting sick, dying. Actually, she says it out of order. She says it in a weird order. She's like, I'm afraid of um hitting a tree, dying, getting sick.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> dying or worse expelled.
0: Worse expelled. <laughs> Yes, he's bent his head down and touched his cold lips softly to the hollow at the base of my throat. Kissing her throat again. again. Making it weird again. Are you still worried? Yes, about hitting trees and getting sick. So one kiss, no longer worried about dying. His nose drew a line up the skin of my throat to the point of my chin kind of again i'm not really sure how his head's getting under her chin like that physics it's is weird, weird again yes and she's like trees motion sickness <laughs> uh, anyway and it deteriorates from there so whatever so she rides him to the forest or to the clearing it, it happens and Yeehaw. then right then he inexplicably lets her just like fall to the ground like slide off his back and then fall to the ground he doesn't try to catch her we've seen him like rush across rooms and grab books on their way to the floor he totally had the reflexes to catch her he chose not to he chose <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) to let her fall on the ground
2: yep and then he laughs at her when she's all disoriented and then she gets mad at him rightfully so because he's laughing at her
0: it's probably my least favorite Edward so far in the books yeah didn't Charlie tell him to take care of his fellows
2: you're so right and he's throwing and her on I the just ground. Don't
0: think this, I just don't think this jives with his personality. Like, I don't... I feel like this should have been a deleted scene. Because his personality is like, protect Bella at all costs. Like, don't let a hair out of place. And he just dumps her on the ground. <laughs> and then he laughs at her. And then it's kind of funny. She tries to, like, stalk off and go to the field. And then he's like, you're going the wrong way. And she tries to go get off the still other Still going the wrong way. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Anyway, I also don't get why he's like, you're so witty and funny and warm as you are. Warm? Like, she's a human. Humans are warm. That's not a compliment. That's just a statement of fact. You have blood pumping through your brain. You're not dead like me cool. Then he says I love you because if we know one thing about bad relationships it's that you can always heal wounds of doing something wrong by then saying that you love someone.
2: Especially the first time. First time you say I love you should always be in the middle of a fight. How
0: long has it been since they, they're they not even officially one Since they dating. started day. dating? Yeah, one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. But it's like confusing because she had a big crush on him for a long time and then she basically said that she loved him last chapter on the day that they sort of went on their first date slash also he didn't kill her because like in her mind she's been pining after him for like two months basically since he saved her life and she's like well she's been kind of like dealing with this obsession now from Edward's perspective, I presume he's also been, like, obsessed with her for a long time. But it's still, it's still just weird. It's like, maybe go to a movie first. Maybe, like, build your way up. But uh we are, like, 75% of the way through the book. So we need to, know, we're, like, 60% of the way through the book. So we got to get to the I love yous real quick. This is not a Disney movie. So we're not ending with I love you. We're reaching, like, 60% I love you. And then we're going to get some more fallout. I presume.
2: Do you guys remember that, like, plot chart that we learned about? in high school you've got like your climax but then there's like the the three hills leading up to the climax yeah um this is one of those hills that everything's going to kind of fall out.
0: Right. Well, what's weird about the structure of this book so far is that all of the plot and all of the conflict has to do with, like, does Edward hate me or does he not hate me? Turns out it doesn't hate her. So now we need some actual, actual conflict. Right. So getting to that, let's get to the baseball field. There's a storm. The rest of the family's sitting up. Alice Emmett, and Esme are all like, hey, Bella, glad to have you here. But Rosalie is not having it and at least she's there, but she's protesting this relationship. Esme walks over and drops a lot of info on her. She's like, hey, I-, I jumped off a cliff. And so I still have those mothering instincts.
2: <laughs> hey, Bella, do you know I jumped off a cliff? <laughs>
0: That's pretty much how it went. I believe, this might not be exactly correct, but Esme as a human is somewhere around 26 years old. It was like 26 or 27 or something like that. So she's the oldest in human years out of all of them. And she's, I think the order went Carlisle, Carlisle made Edward, then he made Rosalie. No, Carlisle, <laughs> Edward, as then Esme, me, and then Rosalie. So I think it's a little weird still that Edward is like physically like 20 years older than her or not physically. He's like vampirely like 20 20 years older than her, but she still acts like a mom to him. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? I feel like we
2: talked about this last time.
0: I just don't think it's weird. Like, yeah. I get the Carlisle thing, because Carlisle is a couple years older than Edward, and he's also, like, 200 years older than him. Right.
2: And he actually created him.
0: Right. So that's, like, that, that makes sense. That's, like, father in all the aspects. Yeah. Esme, As I guess it's just, like, maybe, like, whatever personality you had when you were turned into a vampire, you just, like, have that.
2: Oh, yeah, because they say they're most significant parts of their personalities are kind of like exemplified in their vampire form or exaggerated in their vampire form. Right. So maybe Esme was like, Really motherly as a human.
0: Yeah. So let's put that into the list of vampire powers, right? <laughs> so you got the ability to read minds, the ability to see the future, the ability to manipulate emotions, right? Then you've got Rosalie, who's what? Tenacious. Pig-headed. Yeah. Then you've got... Strong. Carlisle, who's really compassionate, Emmett, who's really strong. But, like, he's really strong, not in, like, a superhero sense. He's just, like, a little bit stronger than all the other strong <laughs> <Yeah>. vampires. <laughs> then you have Esme, who's just like, I... I'm a mom, (laughs) which is like, you know, go moms, but also,
1: okay. I I feel like it's something you just don't want to look too far into. Like, I don't recall, like, at least originally reading this and, like, even noticing that she was, like, that young. So maybe, like, you just, like, ignore the fact that their ages are are weird and and
0: (laughs) Right. And just pretend that Edward's not a hundred years old. That it's and totally not yeah. crazy. No, I but I But no, but that's the thing is I agree because I have to read these books picturing at least Carlisle and Esme to be like in their thirties. Like I just have to picture their human bodies being that old, and this is why the movie helps, because it just doesn't work for me otherwise. Like they're younger than us. Esme and Carlisle yes. are younger than us. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's weird. It's weird. So I don't like that. I don't like, and it's a, it's the same kind of thing. You watch any show, read any book, any movie that takes place in high school, and the actors are all, I don't know, in their 20s ish. And so you're like, I just have to pretend that I'm not watching teenagers bang because that's weird. I have to pretend that I don't have a crush on this teenager in this show. You know, like that's weird. Talking about so Riverdale. I just have to pretend. I, mostly, yeah. <laughs> but also other stuff. But yes.
2: Yeah. Esme's all Sherry. She's talking about why she cares about Edward so much. Edward tried to play down how she died to be nice, but she died because she jumped off a cliff because she lost a child and she was sad about that.
0: Nothing about the child's father. We don't know anything about that.
2: That's a good point. Yeah. Like, was she married or something?
0: I don't know. I feel like Esme's the one we know the least about yeah. in the whole series. Yeah. Interesting. Although currently we don't know anything about, like, Rosalie or Emmett or Jasper either, but...
2: True. She again says that she's really glad Edward found someone. She also seems worried about how it'll work out, though, which is interesting. Because there are some big things we haven't talked about yet, which are, like, one day he could kill her, or one day she's going to get really old, <laughs> and he's not. They address that later.
0: I feel like they kind of talk about this, like, we're two different species, how is this going to work out, mm-hmm. is the way I kind of think about it. Right. But-
2: but Esme's kind of the first to think about that, which is something or at least bring it up
0: to Bella. Yeah. Right. So then they start playing the game. Hmm. Who cares about baseball? Let's see. Uh, they run really far <laughs> and they hit really hard.
2: Emmet hits the hardest. Edward is the fastest. Mm-hmm. Alice goes for the surprise attack. She's like the sneaky one. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if anyone else had anything special. They,
0: they sound like thunder. Yeah, when they smash into each other uh-huh. and when I they like hit the ball. This was in, in the movie, but I guess we could not focus on
1: that. <laughs> It's like quieter than like a normal baseball hit, and she's like, "I can see why you like do this in the thunder."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the movie. We'll we'll talk about the movie at some point. It, it's so bizarre. But in this version, how is this fun for Bella? Like the ball is moving so fast that she probably can't even see it. I have watched many a hockey game in my life, and even that, like, it's hard to see the puck because they hit it really hard mm-hmm. and fast. And, and so, so small. I hate right. I hate stuff where I can't tell what's happening.
2: Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, would this even be fun? You can't play. You can't see what's happening because it's all happening so fast. But I was like, maybe it's just kind of fun to watch the vampires and their final forms. Does
1: he run into the woods in the book? Because I feel like if it's, like, not yes. just a field, then, like,
0: you're not even going to see anything. Like, you're not going to see him catch it in the in the trees. Yeah. So, it's just like, oh, let me watch these people run around the bases. Oh, someone runs out of the wood holding the ball. I guess we're going to assume they caught it. Plus, it says they cheat a lot, and I don't really know, like, what that means. Like, how do you cheat? Yeah, like, you go into the woods and say you caught it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know predict the future about like what what they're gonna do <laughs> does <laughs> that count is that kind of cheating probably you know, <laughs> they're they're the whole time they're i don't know yeah i feel like this scene would have been more epic if there was like a really in song happening in the background something
2: like super massive black hole by
0: muse <laughs> yeah maybe something like that that would have been good <laughs> and then all of a sudden bad vampires show up plot Yeah. And Edward is like, oh, we don't have time to run away fast enough because they could start hunting and follow us. And I kind of did this whole thing in my mind where I was like, why don't they all leave? They could all protect Bella and it would be fine. And then I was like, but if they start hunting and then they go to forks, they could just like kill some random people in forks. So I guess this is the best choice of action. But it also seems like a dumb choice of action.
2: That's a good point. I didn't think about it. I just assumed like they were too close and they wouldn't be able to run away in time. But they have like superhuman speed. Well, so do the (laughs) people chasing them.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair. Anyway, so that's the baseball scene. Way
2: less exciting in the book. Better, but less exciting.
0: The chapter's called The Game, and The Game itself is just a couple pages. Most of it, it should be called, like... The introduction. We walk to the... The... the, the, Before the game. I don't know. It should be called, like, The Date. I don't know. We walk to the game. with my boyfriend. You know what it should be called? Harry Clearwater's Fish Yes. Because I feel like we talked more about that. And that would be just, like, if I... I think one one fun thing to do is when you take books and then you change the titles or you change the chapter titles to to be like more realistic about like what the book's about. Like instead of calling this Twilight, it would be called like a a human dates <laughs> vampire. Or be called like you need something better than that. Sad, sad, sad... deadpan titles. Sad pale people hanging out. I don't know. It would be it would be. Something, I said I like it. I like when other people do this, and I read the funny memes. I don't like coming up with this on my own. No,
2: that was funny. I would probably read a book called A Human Dates a Vampire. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to watch My Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, so pretty close. My Mom's
0: Got a Date with a Vampire, yes. You have to invite them inside. You have to agree to it. Not these vampires. Nope. They just walk right nope. in. They just climb through your window, While you're sleeping. snatching your people up. Hide your kids. Hide your Bella. <laughs>
2: That's what they say in Forks. Hide your kids. Hide your Bella. <laughs> That's like under the yeah. sun, right? Like, in, in
0: italics. <laughs> that's the quote of the town <laughs> yeah watch out for the vampire family Hodge kids all right here's the thing the next chapter is really short and i feel like i can blow through that so real quick let's stop down we watched the scene from the movie let's just talk about that if anyone doesn't want to be spoiled on the movie i don't know skip ahead a few minutes it, it'll be in the show notes how far you can skip ahead to i couldn't get through this i, I got like 20 seconds through this before i just started laughing <laughs> because there's so much now, the thing I think a lot of people forget about the Twilight movie is that it's like kind of a low budget movie that was also this big franchise movie. Like when they made it, this first one, it's it's clearly very low budget. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly like it has a great soundtrack. It's got like pretty decent casting besides the two lead characters. But it's, but like all the side characters are really good. But just the whole way they make this movie, I don't get. They're clearly like, okay, the whole thing about these vampires and the whole thing about this scene is they got like super speed and it's gonna be cool to watch this family playing baseball, but it's gonna be like epic because they can like climb trees and run really fast. But the way they do it is like, let's slow-mo everything. (laughs) <laughs> which to me defeats the purpose of trying to make it look fast right they just look Am like I wrong no
2: they look like they're normal people like jumping kind of high and moving in slow motion
1: maybe this is maybe this is a budget thing like literally it's it's easier to fake this uh, or i guess maybe the editors thought this was the case that like oh this is easier to like film someone doing something normal and slow it down than to film something normal and like speed it up and make it look realistic
2: <laughs> maybe the, uh, but they also do the, like, treadmill walking thing, where they film everything <laughs> yeah. but their feet, and they're actually walking on treadmills to seem like they're walking fast, like the people movers at the airport, you know?
0: Yeah, they they literally have a big, like, sheet, like a red carpet that you rolled out, basically, and then they put a bunch of leaves on top of it, and they have the three bad vampires walking on it as it's being, like, pulled, like a treadmill, so they're, like, walking, like a people mover, like Rachel said, so they're walking at, like, a normal gait, but they're moving fast, but then they slow the whole whole thing down so it's like what was the point of this it's so questionable and it looks ridiculous it looks so weird oh, and then you have rosalie being like my monkey my man monkey when emmet like climbs a tree <laughs> she says who so? green lighted that Yes, what? yes. <laughs> the other thing is, if you watch the clip, so Emmett climbs up this tree. I'm also gonna link on our website the exact video that we watched, so that you guys can watch along if you just want a little clip, just the ba- baseball fight scene. So Emmett climbs up a tree, snatches the ball, jumps down, and then throws the ball really hard. But if you actually like watch how his hand does it, he's throwing it like to the ground, like it's not <laughs> going anywhere. It's, he's, it's like that's terrible. Like also, there's a great pitch. moment. Sorry,
2: Doctor Fauci. I love you, but. <laughs> Your pitch wasn't great.
0: Oh, uh, my man, Tony Fauci. And then there's a part where Emmett and and uh, Robert Pattinson bang into each other and then fall down and then Robert Pattinson just like flips him off and they kept it in the movie and it's clearly like a blooper, like a like he laughs like like he does as a normal person, just like the actor and he flips Really? Off, I did not they,
2: pick up on that. <laughs>
0: they kept it in the movie. Wow, yeah. Have you not seen no, that?
2: Oh, no. I want to rewatch it right now. Do we have time?
0: It's at, let me see what the timestamp is. Okay, it's at one minute and 45 seconds. He like kind of snaps and does it. And they keep the snap sound in. (laughs) So bizarre. Oh,
2: wow. Wow, you're so bright. I never noticed that. I'm watching it again. (laughs) Well, oh no, you're right. That was a blooper. Because they're just like, what are you doing? Like, it doesn't sound like they're in in character.
0: No, they're definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I should rewatch it again. Emmett is great in this whole scene. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's just like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I need to rewatch it.
0: I know. So I also rewatching this again, I do feel like everyone else has a C on their cap. So I think Rosalies is just messed up.
2: <laughs> they bought the wrong one and they were like, eh, they won't notice.
0: Oh, I my think god! there's like a smudge oh, on it. You're right something. with
2: Emmett doing like the warm-up <laughs> It's like lifelines from cross country. <laughs> He's like shadow boxing to get ready for this game.
0: Yeah, that reminds me of the time when me and Anna wrestled at my 16th Aww, birthday party. Oh, the
2: wrestling party. I have
0: a video on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wrestling with Anna. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, like, the angles when,
2: like, Edward turns and, like, the camera zooms in on him. It's so... It's so ridiculous. Just everyone needs to rewatch this scene.
0: Everyone needs to rewatch this scene and tell us if it's just us or if Rosalie has a G on her cap, whereas everyone else has a C. I just don't know what the G could stand for.
2: Great at baseball.
0: Great at baseball. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, the the whole scene is wonderful. It's it's good times. It's great fun. It's hard for me to watch this actress, though, playing Esme anymore. Now that I've watched The Haunting of Hill House, I just keep picturing her as her character from The Haunting of Hill House. What's her character's name? The oldest daughter. Oh, my God gosh hold on i just did a whole steve. podcast on this. steve and theo. it's not theo it's not nelly, nelly it's not luke. luke what the heck audrey nope have you watched the haunting of hill house anna you would like it don't you like scary stuff not
2: really <laughs> you probably wouldn't like it then.
0: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. How do I? Oh, Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> Her name is Shirley. She plays Shirley. Sheryl. Sheryl in Cheryl. Uh, the Haunt. It's not Cheryl. It's Sheryl. Shirley in The Haunting of Hill House. Okay, whatever. All right, let's talk about Chapter 18. Ooh. That was fun, though. And then the bad vampires come in. So oh, that leads us to Chapter 18. Two males and one female vampire enter. Dark Harold. The Dark Harold. Harold is what I keep saying. Sheryl. Dark haired. Harold. I can't say this word. The dark haired male seems to be the leader and the woman has red hair. It's kind of all we get for description. They say that the other one who we find out later is James, the real bad vampire. He is kind of like nondescript and doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. So they make a lot of comments about how these dudes are like more cat like and wild than the Cullen. I never really understand when they talk about like slipping into a crouch and like growling, Mm -hmm. and snarling. I can't. I just don't picture it i don't i don't know what that is even in the movie do they even do it do they even like growl they do the reason i
1: actually even sought out the movie was to see if they did it in the movie like if they made like some sort of growling (laughs) noise and it's like it's sort of like an exhale of air it's not really like super like i don't know it's at the
2: very end yeah
1: i was thinking maybe it's the vampire teeth that we don't really know the mechanics of those that like sort of make make noises that are a little bit (laughs) not
2: human but don't they not have vampire teeth? Yeah,
0: they don't really have vampire teeth, but in the movie they're like <sighs> <laughs> Like Lord Voldemort. <sighs> it's not really a snarl. <laughs> I don't know. Give me give me your best snarl. Like when they're talking about growls and snarling, like, I'm thinking they're gonna be like roaring. Mm-hmm. I don't what's a what's a snarl? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Snarl. Let me let me hear. Let me hear what a snarl sounds like. What is this? Episode three Tell Me Sweet Lies? Hold (laughs) on. No, I need, like, I just need, like, a clip. Snarl sound effect. All right. What do we got? Okay. That sounded like a lion. It was very loud and <laughs>
2: shocking. I can picture a lion growl. I just can't picture it, like, coming out of a human-esque Ooh, mountain thing's mouth.
0: The mountain lion sounds a lot more like a cat, which I guess makes sense. Anyway, so we've got Laurent, Victoria, and James. This brings us into our merry misinterpretations. So I see now in the book that they say that he has a slightly French accent, but I was really thrown off when I saw the movie for the first time because I read this entire book saying Laurent and then I saw the movie and he was like hello. I can't do a French accent. <laughs> he was like I am Laurent. Laurent. <laughs> again, again.
2: I literally still read it as Laurent this time. Laurent.
0: Yeah, I, this is just me being an uncultured swine but anyway, I try now to read it correctly at least. I. Do you think that that, was that intentional or was that a thing that the movie just told, like chose? To, I mean, is is Laurent a word? I think that the like, name.
2: Anna, you took French in high school. I did not. I Do you remember that. anything? No, I, Oh. Well, like, <laughs>
0: Laurent <laughs> I'm sure is one, but is Laurent like, is that like an English name? I'm of Laurent. In. It's oh, just like know. a reincarnation of Laurent. Oh, I was thinking like Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence. Kind yeah. of similar in that. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, yeah, and then they're like oh, we heard a we heard a game. Can we tap in and play some with you? So is vampire baseball like a thing? I thought the Cullens like made this up because they're like civilized. Like, are nomadic vampires run Around like playing baseball, this is like a right. Thing. They would
1: have like you have to have like a bat with you at all times.
0: True,
2: and it's not yeah. like they need a murder weapon. They got their their mouths. So why would they be carrying guess, a bat around?
0: I guess like nomadic vampires. Maybe they like meet up on uh, the trail. A vampire like... bat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anna. Oh my god oh my god I'm, I'm <laughs>
2: <laughs> we need a oh, new category on the website it's anna puns
0: anna puns um is there anyone name it anna in... in twilight i don't think so there's anna kendrick ayo. ayo close enough best part of the movies all right
2: anyway so they're like yeah we heard a game and it's funny that they knew exactly what that sound was
0: wasn't the thunder supposed to
1: disguise it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i thought that was the whole point <laughs> It's like, it's like, oh, every single time there's a thunderstorm, vampires just like go towards it, <laughs> hoping that it's going to be baseball.
2: <laughs> they're like a golden retriever.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: But I also thought it was like, what are the chances that they're, they're in this exact geographic location to be within earshot of this? It seems like a bit of a stretch for the sake of plot. Well.
0: So these are the vampires that Alice said earlier in the morning mm-hmm. that like she thought were coming in a couple days. They do like a really quick sort of plot hole cover up here where Alice is like, oh, I see now that I had the perspective wrong. I thought they were coming. What does that even mean? I was trying to picture what what like were they holding a map and you saw like, ha- I don't understand how you could have the perspective wrong in a vision of the future to where you thought someone for sure was coming in like two days, but then it turns out it's today.
2: I also don't know how the mechanics of seeing the future works, but maybe <laughs> she saw them glad. running.
0: Maybe she saw them running, roughly calculate their uh-huh. time, but didn't realize that they were also on like a people mover treadmill, and so they were moving <laughs> she like way fast. Like, calculations mm. in her head, <laughs> projections. <laughs> yeah, it's like that exactly.
2: meme of the woman with all the math going around her head, but she failed to yeah. make the assumption that they would be on a people mover treadmill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, dang it. <laughs> They're super casually discussing like, "Where's your hunting range? Where's my hunting range?" And then the wind shifts, and Bella's hair blows or something, and she smells good all of a sudden. I don't really know how they weren't smelling her before, but whatever. Why, why does she put it down? Like before they, when they start coming,
1: like Edward's like, "Oh, you gotta put it down so they don't smell you."
0: I think maybe and your is hair like is like covering up the scent of your neck. But then, I but guess then her hair uh, the that's all. I- wind. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, I know. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) So, James catches this scent, and then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And and then everybody's, like, fighting each other. Actually, I just watched the scene from the movie. I don't actually know. Does that happen in the book? I guess. I think it's that just... They all kind of get all... <laughs> oh, no. Edward. Yeah. I don't know. They get all protective of her, and they're like, she's with us.
2: Yeah. Emmett and Edward kind of have a standoff with James, but Laurent is kind of like, um, no, we won't get involved here. Like, we won't hunt underground. We're not going to hurt her. And Victoria is just kind of like, she doesn't say anything. She just looks really nervous the whole time and like her eyes are flicking back and forth between everyone's faces.
0: Yeah, but James is just super intense and looking at Bella and Carlisle and Emmett are like, she's with us. This is when I started to notice, hey, from this point on, basically, we get lots of fun, lighthearted Emmett in this chapter. And he was my favorite character. I don't know if he was my favorite character reading the book. But after I saw the movie, like I always gravitate toward the sort of rogue slash lighthearted comic role Leaf sort of Characters in these Things like my Favorite Harry Potter Character is friend George you know my Favorite character They're just one One of one singular <laughs> entity Uh, Like Game of Thrones it's gonna Be like you know Tormund Giants Bane or like Braun or somebody Like I like these Like fun kind of People and, and this is Really Emmett's Coming out chapter Where we actually Get him because he Wasn't at the meet And greet at the Cullen household Because Rosalie Didn't want to be There and he was Like gotta stand By my lady <laughs> but Now apparently don't Gotta stand by my Lady anymore so You're
2: right and um, And I like that Emmett is like this because I think I kind of pegged him as like a meathead. (laughs) Because <laughs> they, they just talk about him being really strong And like that's it, you know So I, I just kind of pegged up as a beehead, But he's actually kind of fun he definitely and Quirky
0: Yeah, I mean from the, from this chapter His personality is definitely like Wants to get in a fight with these guys Like we can take them Oh, there's so many of us mm-hmm. like, It's no big deal Like let's let's fight But he's also kind of protective of her So that's nice Anyway, so things escalate quickly And Emmett, Alice, Edward, and Bella Run back to the Jeep Edward is like super angry all of a sudden Yeah He's
2: furious He, like, throws Bella in the car, literally. And then he's like, Emmett, tie her up or something. Or, like, with the the seatbelt that she can't (laughs) figure out. So he's basically tying her up. And then he's using his hands as, like, handcuffs. But anyway, they start driving. And they say Edward was, like, talking really fast at the point where she couldn't understand him. And it sounded like just a stream of profanity.
0: So he starts driving her out of town. It's like, we got to get away. It's for your safety. She's like... No! And draw the line at getting out of town right now because Charlie is going to call the FBI who's going to come after your family because it's our first date and he's clearly already suspicious of you. And then your family is going to have to leave town because of the FBI situation. It's going to be bad. Once again not thinking about herself and the fact that this bad vampire is after her. She's only thinking about Cullen family and how she's gonna save them from the FBI. She's
1: at least thinking about Charlie to some degree, right?
0: (laughs) Not at first. Well, not at first, really. She's more thinking about, like, what Charlie's gonna do. But then, Edward's like, James is a tracker. He's obsessed. And now he wants you. And then he's like, we gotta go because he's gonna track your dad. And she's like, whoa. Well, no. We gotta go back then and Mm -hmm. get him. And then there's a lot of, like, Emmett being impressed that she's like, An intelligent human.
1: I I found this whole like, dialogue sort of like it's going back and forth really quickly, and then like it's weird that, like, so like Bella, sorry, (laughs) Bella proposes, (laughs) Bella proposes like a solution, and everyone's like, wow, I never thought of that. Like, wow, she's so intelligent and smart, but like they're like 100 year old vampires that like should probably like know how to handle situations like this before.
0: Because they have one track minds and they think in the moment, and Bella is more logical, and she's like, hey, I live in the human world where we have to look at this logically and we can't just run away from our problems like a bunch of vampires So instead, what we're gonna do is, we're gonna go home. Here's my plan. My plan. You're gonna take me home. Charlie's gonna see you and see that you haven't kidnapped me. Then I'm gonna be like, Charlie, all of a sudden, I hate forks and I gotta leave. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Phoenix. Phoenix! Hey, tracker, you hear that? Go to Phoenix! Then he's the tracker, he's gonna follow me and I'm gonna leave town. Here's part two though. Part two, I'm gonna do that, but also, you're not gonna come with me, Edward, because the tracker's gonna know that you'd be with me and you should probably track him instead. And it's actually like a decent plan.
2: Yeah. It's a great plan and what pisses me off is like leading up to her laying her plan on the table. She's like, hey, I have an idea and he ignores her and like dismisses her and like ignores everything she says and they're kind of like, they're debating blah, blah, blah. And she's like finally like, does anyone want to hear my plan? And Edward says, no. Like, how do you like him when he's this dismissive of you? Like, again, it's an extreme situation, but it's just not cool. He's
0: really upset with himself. He said last chapter that he can never get mad at her. He's just mad at himself for endangering her, which he does constantly. And I guess he's just gonna, he's just got martyr syndrome and he's gonna take this really personally. So Bella comes up with this, this plan Mm -hmm. and, um, and yeah. And then there's a, there's a part of Bella's plan that's dumb where she first is like, I think I should go alone. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just to not have any of you guys involved. Like that's a really dumb plan. That's that's how the book ends in the next chapter. And then Bella <laughs> went alone and then got murdered immediately just real quick so but yeah he's chill with the fact that uh, Alice and Jasper can go protect her and once again her main concern is is making sure that Charlie doesn't hunt Edward down and kidnap her Bella has no concerns about the fact that she's gonna be skipping school because tomorrow's Monday and that would stress me out at least like high school I think even like no matter what went on in my life like there's only one time when I skipped school when I like wasn't sick or anything like because because, what am I trying to say like something in my personal life was like wow I should probably like not go to school tomorrow and it still stressed me out that that was the case right. and I was like the whole next day still like oh man now I'm like behind in school it would be back <laughs> if there's like this dude
2: who wants to kill you but I would still think about it a little bit I
0: mean it certainly is a lower priority but we just remember last chapter when Jessica called and was talking about the, the dance and
1: <sighs> she's also planning on spending like 15 minutes at the house packing like her few things and then convincing Charlie somehow that she's, like, leaving but in good conscience,
0: you know? What would you pack if you had 15 minutes? My Twilight book. (laughs) 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 Just, like, clothes. My Twilight poster. (laughs) Food? Like, if they're vampires,
1: they're probably not gonna remember that she needs to eat.
0: I would assume, okay, if I assume that I can eat, then I'd be like, yeah, let's grab some food. Let's grab, like, my phone, charger, computer, maybe. I'm thinking, like, entertainment. I'm like, I'm gonna be bored. (laughs) I should probably grab a book. Like, what am I doing? I'm hiding out. So, like, definitely get, like, your computer or something. But are you trying to stay off the grid? Because, like, can the vampire track you via the interwebs, right? Maybe that's his
2: vampire power. Maybe he's, like, a really good hacker.
0: Right. So, new plan. Portable DVD player. The entire collection of Smallville DVDs. (laughs) That'll keep me busy for a while. They've got, like, 200 episodes. And
2: the first Twilight movie, so you can watch this baseball scene. Right.
0: I think that's definitely top priority. I don't really get why she... Okay, let's break down her logic about the Phoenix situation, because I think there's a flaw here. Her thought is... Well, the tracker is never going to think that I'm actually going where I'm saying I'm going. He's going to think that I know that he's listening. First off, why does he think that you're smart enough to know that he's listening? Second off, let's say that this is true. And he's like, she's not going to go there. So he searches, I don't know, three or four other places. And it's like, man, I'm not getting any trail of her. Maybe, maybe she went to the place she actually said she was going to. And then he goes there. It's like, just go somewhere random or throw out that you're going somewhere. Ra- like, don't say you're going to Phoenix. At least leave that up to him to find out so later well, spice, check. say you're going to like milwaukee <laughs> milwaukee where's milwaukee i don't know where is, <laughs> sorry milwaukee like sorry is that like oregon no idea <laughs> i don't know
2: where milwaukee it's is I like think it's in an m state milwaukee minnesota
0: i don't even know how to spell it milwaukee, milwaukee. <laughs> oh sorry guys sorry Wisconsin. Anyway,
2: I agree with you. Like, might not be his first thought, but he's gonna check there eventually. Yeah, he probably will. Maybe she's also like though. Yeah, Phoenix is probably safer because it's very well lit. It's a very sunny place. He's gonna right. sparkle. Difficult for
0: vampires and not be able to. Do anything during the also, day Also, though Difficult for your vampire protectors ah, true Right, tricky stuff Now, what this makes me think about Is Hunted The show Hunted on CBS I assume neither of you watched This one season 10 episode series That no. happened Highly recommend Definitely you should watch Hunted It's the best reality TV show Of the modern era <laughs> It is The, the plot is, ju- is just That you got some normal people Reality show They're in teams of two And you got like I don't remember how many days If it was 30 days Or 60 days But there's a period of time And you just have to hide From the Cops who are hunting you down as if you're a criminal, so they like they can use all assets. You know they can like look at security cameras and CCTV, and they can like track your phones and do all that. And so the people who win are the ones who are just like, I'm gonna peace out and go in the woods, and I'm just gonna like live in a tent <laughs> and stay off the grid. Wow, no, I've never seen that. That sounds really interesting, though. It's really it's a whew, chef's, chef's, chef's kiss. show. It's great. Anyway, that's basically. If Twilight turned into Hunted, which is, like, kind of what it is, except it's vampires, so it's, like, less fun, because they can all run really fast, and, like, the laws of physics don't matter. Mm. Ugh, whatever. Okay, and so Edward's still upset uh, about Alice, because he's like, yeah, you can protect her, but don't tell her anything. Keep your opinions to yourself. So, still a cliffhanger mm. there. We don't really know what's happening yet with that. Oh, yeah, and
2: she, she snarls to prove that she can protect Bella, because Edward is like, you sure you can handle it? And she does a, a big, mean snarl. Do no. it. Rawr. Do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Rawr. laughs> that would be great Just redub the entire movie With them being like <laughs> Yeah so this was a really short chapter Because they cut out all the It's mostly just them hopping in this truck And like having this conversation yeah. on the way home
2: and also, it That's was, really like, most of it. it read in about five minutes, but it's also, like, the most, like, quick, quick action, you know, we've probably gotten all book.
0: Yeah, definitely. Once again, though, no F. Lawrence. No F. Lawrence. We didn't even get, like, I wish we could have just gotten a little bit from Jessica being like, yeah, I, you know, went to the dance. Like, it was really fun. Lauren was there. She was glad that you weren't. <laughs> like, that would have been good. Angela and Eric had a fun time. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. We don't know anything Angela about them. So, yeah. whatever. Well, she's not dating Ben yet. These that's, are the characters that's we don't even spoilers know. spoilers for later. <laughs> we don't even know about Ben yet, no. Anyway, but Anna, I see here that you've written a note that contains some book two spoilers, but has to do with Lauren. You want yeah, to hit us with relevant, those? Yeah, it's relevant
1: given that there were no... Uh f lauren's this this episode um it, it sort of reassures that you know like the, the the relationship between bella and lauren is is remaining throughout the the next books and hopefully a good thing right. that's the my series. primary concern <laughs>
0: um mm-hmm. so this was lauren's the big bad so you guys don't realize it yet but like the final boss is lauren <laughs> the final
2: conflict is she in- <laughs> Midnight Sun. Breaking Dawn.
1: <laughs>
0: she is in Midnight... She's on page seven of what? Midnight Sun. In a good or bad... Like, is it? Is it like... Always bad. Or positive? No, it's always, always bad. bad. Yeah. Even, no, even it's in bad. Edward's size. Yeah. Edward's like, ugh, that Lauren.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mike Newton, eh, but Lauren. Ugh. Lauren.
1: This, the this, so, this quote was, it, I, I think it was around like 10 pages in, but she's talking about the friends she's sitting with at the lunch table and, you know, going through like a list of them. She says, uh, and I, I removed some of the parentheses because there were a little bit of spoilers, but Mike and Jessica, Angela and Ben, Eric, Connor, Tyler, like all these characters, you know, you haven't heard of, and then and Lauren. And then, so parentheses, though that last one really count in the friend category. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yes. Oh
0: my gosh! Yes, and this
1: is this is just like you know opening like as if this really really
0: matters, but it, it's crazy. Wow, Lauren still being horrible. Did
2: we have a Lauren in, in our middle too. school? I don't feel like there was someone.
0: Yeah, we did. Not not we had a Lauren. name
2: Lauren, but was there someone like equivalent to oh, Lauren's status? I don't think there was.
0: I mean, I could think of a few, <laughs> but. <laughs> We're not I'm not name gonna names. say on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we maybe, maybe we were Lauren's to everyone. Else's a thing, everyone.
1: High school experience.
2: <laughs> if you're if you're when sitting you if you're
0: sitting at a table, if you're sitting at a table and there's ten people and you're like, who's the Lauren? And you can't find the Lauren, you're the Lauren. <laughs> that means I'm the Lauren. Yeah speaking of which who the heck is connor <laughs> do, I do we know anything? About? Know. i can't wait i'm so so Who's interested ben? to find out who i know who ben is ben is mild spoilers we'll okay. come back to it's just good to later, see but. that you know uh
1: angela and, and tyler and lauren these these like minor characters still have a have a big role in the next in the next book <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. they're the backbone of fork society <laughs> it's really important all right. So we also updated our vampire base scale here where we have number five, jaw kiss. Uh, if you want to find out what the whole scale is, check our website. It'll be there eventually. <laughs> it's not there now, but maybe it will be by the time you're listening to this. Rachel, do you have a worst line? I do.
2: And I already said it. But just when they're in the car talking about planning and Bella is trying so hard to say her brilliant plan. And she's like, does anyone want to hear my plan? And Edward, her boyfriend, just goes, No. <laughs>
0: Awful. Now he's. Do you think it's because? Oh, well, he can't read her mind. I was gonna say. Do you think it's because he already assumes that her plan is gonna be something that he's like not he, like, gonna be able to it's live terrible. with, <laughs> or does, or does he just know it's? terrible? Oh, I
2: assumed he was like she's dumb. Her plan's not gonna be good but maybe you're right maybe he's like her plan is going to involve us separating
1: he did growl though i think that that's a good distinction to make he wasn't like assertive okay. like screaming no, but like
0: sort of like a quieter no edward no edward growled. <laughs> right. alice glared at him
2: maybe you're right i don't know i don't like it either way yeah. i'm gonna leave it as my worst line
0: at least she glares back you know well he could be nicer they stared at me stunned stunned that i could have a thought in my little head <laughs> do you have a best line Yeah, they were all really short. Again, I haven't had any like profound best lines here. So I just decided to pick something lighthearted that was kind of funny, which was this description of Emmett when it says Alice ran off looking like a gazelle and they say Emmett followed her. He was nearly as graceful and just as fast. Yet Emmett could never be compared to a gazelle. I like that. I just like that because I think what you expect there literally is for them to be like, she ran off like a gazelle. Emmett followed. He ran off like a bear. But they're just like, nah, he was also fast. Just not a gazelle. It's it's. It reminds me of when they said that Bella describes her mom and says she looks like me, but with laugh lines. But we don't know what Bella looks like at that point, so that's a complete non description. <laughs>
2: Anyway, I like that. Anna, did you have a line that you particularly liked I or either, hated?
1: It, it was definitely the line about you know I I told you I didn't like anyone in town, but he
0: doesn't live in town. Whatever that quote is, doesn't live. Oh, Everett doesn't live in town. <laughs> technically, yeah, that's a good one. Really, I don't think oh, there's a talking oh, about. Oh no, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a big food f- food count. Chapter seventeen. Harry Clearwater's fish <laughs> fry. <been tried>. <laughs> Chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be, like, Harry Clearwater's famous fish fry. That would have mm. been better. That rolls off the tongue. Maybe better.
2: that's what's in the cookbook. But actually...
0: <laughs> Is that what they said? Now that I'm thinking it. Maybe they did say famous fish fry. It feels
2: right, doesn't it? It feels like
0: something that should be there.
2: Let's see. Well, it's famous now.
1: I guess you could include the fish, too. Did they eat the fish in that chapter? They, they know, did. I that's assume why so. he dropped his fork. Mm, yeah. I, like, I remember we talked about him putting it in the freezer, but not putting...
0: Well, that's weird if you put it in the freezer. In his mouth. <laughs> yeah, not eating it <laughs>
2: or frying it. <laughs>
0: Oh, they say Harry Clearwater's homemade fish oh. fry.
2: Okay. Well, it's famous put, now. Yeah. It's been in Twi-Fight. Thank you
0: for making that all caps. Why?
2: Why can I not spell
0: homemade? I don't know. You write homemade and <laughs> <if it's> lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> homemade. Cute. No food for Chapter 18 unless you count Bella, who is the snack that the Collins bring. Mm. She's a snack.
2: <laughs> all <Doosies>. right.
0: <laughs> Daisies. Rachel, hit us with that potato. We count. Have a few
2: potatoes. So notably, we had some struggles with the Jeep, which we already talked about. I'm gonna go ahead and add just like the struggles with the seatbelt as a potato. Like I've been on roller coasters and you don't know how that works when you first get on it for the first time, but you figure it out, you know? There's, There's a latch and there's a buckle, click them together. So that's a potato. Also with getting in the Jeep, having to jump for it and then needing to be lifted with one hand, I'm going to say that's a potato, too. And then when Edward ran her to the field and she kind of fell off and sprawled out, she said, I dared to open my eyes. And sure enough, we were at a standstill. I stiffly unlocked my stranglehold on his body and slipped to the ground, landing on my backside. Oof. Ayo. Slid right off. Does the the, uh,
1: Charlie comment where- On a potato. About the baseball. He says something like about like, you know, oh, you're Uh, playing baseball, (laughs) like acknowledging that she- Oh, true. He's
2: like, good
0: luck with that or something. You're right okay so that's
2: four potatoes for chapter 17 we didn't really have any in 18 though because everything just happened so fast everyone was just kind of like throwing her around and she didn't really have an opportunity
0: yeah unless you count her being like helpless it's really
2: (laughs) just that so that's a total of four potatoes for these two chapters which leads us to
0: 34
2: potatoes or an honorary 35 if you count the potato that my friend mailed to me
0: Yes, the honorary final <laughs> the potato honorary that your potato. friend mailed. Oh, uh, yes. That's in the last chapter that I haven't released yet, which reminds me of me talking about the bra filled with potatoes. They sent me a bra filled with potatoes. Ah, oh, so funny. Okay. We need to – you can listen to it one day. Anna, saying, for I'm Mary's birthday, send her –
2: <laughs> for Mary's birthday, send her a bra full of potatoes. Don't give her the context. Just, like, just do it. They, no, I, no, no, no. The whole <laughs> – She loses if you tell her. No.
0: No, the whole point is that I want someone to give it to me because they know the context, not because they're just doing it. Okay. <laughs> the context is there's this really dumb deleted scene, or not deleted scene, it's like a bonus feature on one of the Harry Potter movies where they're talking to the actors and they're like, what's the weirdest thing you ever got delivered to you from a fan? And one of them is like, they sent me a bra filled with potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> just loved that. Because now I'm wondering, like, was it one potato and each bra was like mashed potatoes? Those little <laughs> tiny, there's like
1: little, like, really?
0: Oh. Yeah, see, I was picturing just like two <laughs> potatoes, but like maybe it is like fingerling potato. We don't know. So why right. that,
1: that's anyway. 17 bras full of potatoes if you have
0: one in, one in each. You're right. We are up to 17 <laughs> bras full <filled> of <with> potatoes <laughs> oh. plus one honorary potato. Amazing. That's what you can do with the 34 potatoes. All right, let's rank these chapters. Let's put them in there. Here's the hard part. They are important because this is what we would call the climax of the book, right? Is this the climax? I feel like we're building up to the, the climax. Well, I mean, I forget. What is the climax? Because it's not...
2: The climax is like the plot is kind of resolved.
0: I feel like the climax... Plot structure diagram. She like shows up at the dance studio. That's yeah, sorry, like, okay, I, see, I Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. So this is rising. Are we in rising we're action? We're in rising
2: action. It's getting hot. Right. One of the okay. Little, it's boiling over. The peaks. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at the chart.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What is it, like first something, second something?
0: I, that's what I'm yeah. trying to find it. I, I only see the ones that are just like a straight up triangle. They don't have the little. Pe- oh, wait, hold on. Here's one with peaks. OK, so we've got conflict, rising action. Yeah, because the climax is the turning point. But we're at conflict, struggles and blocks to the goal or journey. So let's think about this. What are the struggles and blocks to the goal or journey currently? I guess the struggles the and the block. I guess it's Bella wants to be with Bella wants to be with Edward, just like normal kids. But dang it, this vampire came in and wants to kill her. <laughs> (laughs) that's blocking her from having a normal life with edward three
2: pages ago
0: this vampire
2: came in
1: well before edward was blocking her from having a good relationship with edward yeah right
2: the villain switched. exactly
0: (laughs) first lauren then edward (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this is like a really big plot twist right like we thought this whole book was just gonna be a will they won't they between edward and bella but no we went will they won't they will they won't they yes they definitely will crap bad vampire trying to kill me it like really escalated and you know i kind of appreciate this because you have other books such as this such as like there's this i don't know if you guys have heard of it but there's this, like book that was like based off twilight and it was like very sexual anyway but in that book there like, hey, you know what's fun? hot rich guy and another girl who's normal and it's going to be a will they won't they and guess what that is the conflict and they don't bring in the bad vampire until like book two and three but and he's not a vampire he's just a person but <laughs> in this one they actually do both and you know when you're reading this book and you get 350 pages in you're like man it's just a romance no they gotcha. you they really get, get you and that is why twilight will always be better than 50 shades of gray okay soapbox over <laughs> so that being said where are we ranking these chapters <laughs>
2: I feel like they should be higher because we had some, some stuff moving. But were they good? Did I enjoy them as much as other chapters? Mm.
0: I, I think I did not enjoy, even though it's where we introduce the bad vampires, like I think the baseball the, the baseball game scene, while unimportant, is more fun than James showing up and wanting to kill yeah, right? her. I agree. I mean, it's like most of the chapter, they had a quick discussion in a baseball field, and then most of the chapter is driving home and discussing plans. Yeah. And and I kind of feel these top four that we have on our list are more interesting than those. Like, I enjoyed those chapters more than The Hunt. I think so, too. What about the baseball game, though? Where do you think that lands? And this is a weird mix of enjoyment and importance to the book Mm -hmm. as a whole. It's a very arbitrary list. Some people have said famously that ranking things is arbitrary and reductive. And to that I say, but lists are fun.
2: It's a list, not a rank. We're definitely ranking.
0: It's <laughs> chapter rankings. We just changed it to list. <laughs>
2: chapter list. Chapter
0: list. Chapter list out of order. Know. Anna, do you have any insight into this? Oh, the men on the streets. That was another conflict. Oh, true. Yeah, I remember the men I on the no streets. Better than that one. The boys. The estrogen rush. <laughs> the, the estrogen rush. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like we have scary stories too high. Yeah. Okay,
2: so what if we put the baseball game... Above Scary Stories in the second place. And then we put The Hunt above Carlisle in fifth place. Well, it would be sixth place at that point.
0: Okay. So, number one is going to be Chapter 15, The Cullens. And then number two, we've got, what was it called? The Game?
2: hmm But it would be, like, what is it? Chapter 17?
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Chapter 17. And then Chapter 18 above Carlisle. I guess that makes sense.
1: Now Chapter
0: 13 is... Okay. Thirteen. Ooh, spooky. Yay. Love it when that happens. <laughs> Confessions. LOL such a boring chapter complications Uh, remember complications that was the chapter that could have been an email
2: (laughs) and balancing right above it
0: this is the two chapters that could have been an email (laughs) yeah our podcast was definitely better than the chapters okay do we have anyone that we can add to our Captain America Civil War Anna Smith
2: (laughs) joined Team Con Anna Smith why is Keith as yep. Jacob Black,
0: what, do you, what does this
2: mean? <laughs> because
0: you said in the podcast that Keith was on Team Pro. He said he was on Team yeah. Pro. He was like, "This book was fun." And then you're like, "Yeah, but Keith as Jacob Black because you introduced him as your Jacob." <laughs> Did Black, I say that? Is on Team. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember saying
2: that? Okay, we'll keep him. Okay. We got Keith from Well,
0: you know who I think. You know who I think's on Team Pro? Who? I think Rebecca's on Team Pro. <laughs> <is Black>. <laughs> Wait, you get
2: Rebecca and I don't get Rachel.
0: Oh, Rachel should get Rachel, for sure. (laughs) I don't
2: actually, I need to get Rachel. (laughs) Hold
0: on. Rachel Black, I guess? Twilight. Let's see if her name is Rachel. Okay, so Rachel Black, member of the U tribe, older sister of Jacob Black, twin sister of Rebecca. They're twins. Cool, 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 cool. Is that all we get? Mm. All right. Uh, Rachel got a scholarship to Washington State, and Rebecca married and moved to Hawaii. That's so it. So I got the one who moved to Hawaii.
2: <laughs> well, mine yes. will crush you with her bachelor's degree <laughs> from Washington State. You know what?
0: Here's the problem. You know who's also Team who? Con? Billy Black. So... Can I just have them all? That's Black. not fair. Not yeah. Right? Not yet. No, I'm just... I just feel like he, I mean, based on this chapter, like, he hates the whole Black family. It's really I'm becoming, it. like, Edward versus
1: Jacob. <laughs> like, <laughs> Collins versus Black. So well, then, yeah. I feel
0: like, I feel like I don't get, okay, how about this? I don't get Rebecca, but you know who I feel like I get? I feel like I get Emmett, because I feel like Emmett was very Team but Bella you're in going this in a yeah. direction. <laughs> right, exactly. We counterbalance it. I get Emmett, you got Anna Smith, <laughs> and we're going to change Jacob Black to Jacob Black and the entire Black oh, family. but
2: that means I get, like... 30 people.
0: Right, but I like to keep these lists even. You should so we put the 6 people sure on them technically. Rachel, Rachel Black
2: including Rachel right
0: Watt. okay yeah including Rachel all right this is fair this seems, you should just this write seems legit
2: while you're at it well no because I have Rosalie because I was gonna say you should write the to Hair Family while you're at it
0: no because I I really well here's the thing I do feel like I do feel like that I should get Esme because Esme also really loves mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. so maybe I get Esme but then you get James
2: who's James <laughs> the one who wants to kill her yeah, I don't want to kill her. I just want her to shut up.
1: <laughs> but you have all the characters against
2: Bella.
1: <laughs> well, maybe James likes Bella. Fair. James is like going for Bella, you know. Mm. And he's he is trying to kill he's her. He's a plot device, so maybe maybe that's more on the pro side. He's he's like progressing, like he's he's moving the pressure no, away from Edward. This is a the, heated debate. This outside enemy. <laughs> <laughs> hmm
0: okay so this is
2: complicated i feel like this isn't fair
0: who is lee stevens
2: this gives me a bunch of people so you should get esme and then i'll get rachel black
0: so basically i have most of the cullens except you have well you also have billy black okay
2: i should yeah but this is funny
0: (laughs) rachel black how about rachel black parentheses and the rest of the blacks (laughs) okay fair black and the rest of the black family Okay. This is really important. This is really I know. Anna's really just important. like, guys, wrap it up. <laughs> wrap up your whoa, whoa, stupid who, discussion who is, about who you Lee have Stevens, on your fake
1: <laughs> Captain America Civil War. Is World Lee Stevens project. the one that hits Bella with
0: his van? Who's Lee?
2: No. <laughs> no. Tyler hits Bella with her Lee, van.
0: Lee is cool. on my team because I think he did or said something nice to Bella when they were at La Push. <laughs> I like, think. I have not gone back and re listened to my own podcast except for when I edited it. But. You know, we'll find out. The 100th episode of Kowski Cast is coming out very wow. soon. And maybe I'll find a clip of whatever. I, we're definitely gonna have the Lauren discussion <laughs> in there. F Lauren. That's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a lot of editing. Okay. Alright. Anywho, so that's that's these chapters. Anna, it's been just a delight having you on here, taking up all your time, reminiscing, discussing the baseball scene, etc. As my muse for Twilight, do you have anything else to add either about these chapters, books, series? Are you, are you gonna continue? Are you gonna continue reading New Moon? I think I
1: want to take a break, but I think I <laughs> well, at some point it's sort of like you gotta like get into the mood and the beginning of New Moon was just sort of like mm-hmm. very eye-rolly in some ways she was she was very angry that it was her birthday and people were trying to wish her happy birthday like it's just oh, yeah. I don't know but maybe.
0: New Moon is is my favorite of all the Twilight books. So I'm really excited to get I, to New Moon.
1: I remember very little of, like, all of these books. But I do know New Moon has the, the page-flipping portion. Mm. Yeah. Which
0: is the most intense thing I've ever <laughs> experienced when reading a book. That and reading mm. Hot Zone. We were
1: reading Hot Zone <laughs> <laughs> around the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were reading – yeah. You know, two things happened in my life in uh, – 2007 and 2008, when I was in seventh grade science class. I read Twilight, and then I also had to read Hot Zone. (laughs) That's a lot of
2: emotion to experience when you're 12.
0: After reading the first 50 pages of Hot Zone, I made my mom... Sign the slip that says I didn't have to read the book anymore and then I had to read the textbook. That book terrified. Never me. finished. You, top I, we them? could opt out. Never finished. I read the first 50 pages and everyone told me that, that was absolutely the worst,
2: part. the worst part. It gets really boring yeah. after that.
0: Can you imagine yeah. being like a seventh person right reading it. that book
1: like right when like, COVID was coming out? <laughs> a pandemic is happening? Oh my
0: gosh. That would be traumatic. Or or reading it like a couple years ago when there was another Ebola yeah. Leak oh, breakout? Yeah, yeah that would be rough.
2: I wonder if they anyway. even let them still read that book. It's so graphic. I don't
0: know. All right. Well, great. Okay, everyone. That's all for this week's episode. You can uh, feel free to send us comments or questions on our website or on Twitter at KowskiCast. That's cow with a K. You can also follow me online everywhere at Frail Mary, and you can follow Rachel at Stuken, that's S-T-U-U-U-K-E-N, on Twitter. And thank you also to Will from America for creating our theme song. Guess what that is? Will from America on Twitter.
2: (laughs) If you enjoyed the podcast, drop a five-star rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show in the
0: future and and you can subscribe if you want on itunes or whatever podcatcher you may use we love all the reviews or just talk to us you know just say hi it's like it's a fun time right now for twilight in the world we need a little feel free to reach out twilight
2: in this time of twilight get it because it's like darkness but all right thanks for joining (laughs) us (laughs) okay and we'll be back (laughs) next week (laughs) <laughs> For rereads of yeah, chapter 19 you, Ra- and 20. Sorry, I'm reading your part.
0: <laughs> I got embarrassed. Yeah, you are. Rachel's <laughs> trying to end the podcast. Yeah. Hannah, do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything to shout out? Or are you like, hey, everyone, follow my oh, food my Insta? You
1: follow <laughs> Anna's food Insta, but <laughs> it's not Twilight related. Yeah.
0: No, but what if you would you would you make some fish fry? What about I, that?
1: You know what? I, I I could try to pull up. Uh, what, what's the recipe? Harry, Harry Clearwater's I, I could fish pull fry. Up Harry Clearwater's fish fry. Homemade. Sorry, homemade
0: fish fry. I don't. know Yeah, don't <laughs> <it>. right. TwilightCooking.livejournal.com. <laughs> Do it. What else is on twilightcooking.livejournal.com? Is it just no Bella's chicken enchiladas? You could do a whole series. Harry Clearwater's fish fry. Is that it? Is it just those two? Lauren's <laughs> No I'm kidding. Uh La Bella's Italian mushroom ravioli. Wow. Steak and potatoes for Charlie. This is Bella's lasagna. Wow, big, lasagna's big lasagna has really lasagna's gotten lasagna. to them. And that's it. So basically, all the highlights we've discussed. They haven't talked about how to make a Pop-Tart or a cereal, but everything else, really, that we, <laughs> we discussed Wow, on so here. other people
2: picked all up right. on the food, too. So follow yeah. Anna's Food Insta for all of these meals, right, Anna?
0: Maybe the fish fry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe just yeah yeah
0: i'm curious i want to know if it's really that good but yeah get some cornmeal and a bunch of spices and that seems to be about it all right everyone thank you for joining us and we'll be back next time for our rereads of chapter 19 and chapter 20 for now we're the kowski cast thanks as always for listening
2: twihards and fellow haters bye bye
0: all right so do i hit can i hit the stop
1: button or do i hit the pause button or the record button okay. every morning Ask myself if I'm Team Edward or Team Jacob, but a part of me says that.
0: keep it dry that's my billy black voice in case you're wondering he's not at the usual fishing spot he's somewhere else so that's my bella voice in case you're wondering i feel like oh like all these are your notes you have all the notes even though you don't i'm sorry (laughs) i read this a long time ago okay so what kind of harness has like collarbone
1: action